Hello everybody, it's Michelle here. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I hope wherever you are, at whatever time of day it is, as you're listening to this, that your heart is filled with joy and peace. And if it's not, know that I am sending those both to you right now. All right, so we're going to kick off uh, another series here. Uh, I I found that it's easier for my brain to kind of organize itself, I guess, uh, when when I'm talking about a series of things. And this is really in response to several people who've been emailing me a lot, asking questions about how can I increase my influence, okay? So we're going to talk, gosh, I don't even know how many we've scheduled out, but we're going to really focus on how do you increase influence? So there's 10 aspects to being an influencer, and we're going to cover all of those. Not today. Okay, I'm just introducing this to you today. Um, But really, we want to highlight um, how can you be a leader wherever you are? regardless of whether you have a title or a position or not, okay? Um, So let's talk a little bit about what influence is, okay? So influence, um, it doesn't just come to you instantaneously, right? It really grows by stages. So influence is the way that you can work with another person and get them to make a change, All right. So take this example. Um, Many of you who have children, you you will totally understand this. So um, you bring the baby home from the hospital uh, the very first day. Right. And maybe even before you get home from the hospital, you begin to have this thought of like, whoa, wait a minute. Who just made me an adult and made me in charge of this kid? right? Maybe you didn't have that thought, but I can tell you that I did. Okay. Uh, and I had it at least three times. So, uh, when you bring the baby home and, um, very first time that the baby cries and you kind of look at your, your significant other and you're like, um, yeah, what do we do? Right. You might not have anybody around to help you. You know, maybe your family's not there and there's no nurse that's going to come help you. So what do you do? right? Well, the baby cries. And then what do you do? Well, you try to figure out why they're crying, right? So you try to feed them, change them, you know, change their position, all this kind of stuff. Let me tell you, I have one child who shall rename nameless, but I will tell you this. When she was an infant, she had a lot of influence over us. So even from an early age, she knew what she wanted and she knew how to communicate. This is not what I want. All right. So she was born on Halloween. And um, I remember distinctly right around Christmas time uh, because we had these Christmas tree lights up. We found finally, after two months, we found a magic formula. If we had her swaddled in such a way so that her one, her left foot, I believe it was, was sticking out and she was in the swing at the certain, it it had to be medium setting if I remember correctly. And she had to have the white Christmas tree lights on, not the colored ones and no music. If all of these things were aligned, she would sleep through the night. And if it wasn't, whoo, 
Whew, man. Okay. So when we talk about influence, does that little baby have a lot of influence? Absolutely it does. Okay. So we're not, I'm not really interested in labeling it, whether it has positive influence or negative influence. I don't really care about that, but I'm using it as a great example to help you understand that influence is getting another person to make a change. Okay. So when we talk about leadership as influence, it's just that leadership is the ability to get people to make a change. Okay. And it doesn't come to us right away. It comes in stages. Okay. I love this quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It says, every man is a hero and an oracle to somebody. And to that person, whatever he says has an enhanced value. So I'm just going to take a wild guess, unless this is your first time listening to the podcast. If you're a returning uh, person, you understand there was something in at least one other podcast that made you come back, right? And I know that there are some of you who are groupies of mine. You have been around for years. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming back. And I always strive to make sure that whatever I share with you has a lot of value. Okay. So in your life, and uh, if your life in any way connects with other people, you're an influencer, okay? Now, your influence is not equal with all people, all right? Because there are people who have listened to this podcast who probably won't come back and listen again. That's okay. This isn't for you. Maybe somebody else's voice does it for you, okay? So there are four stages to your influence, and I I really want to highlight these for you. Um, And what I'm going to do, I'm going to highlight it, I'm going to tell you what it is, kind of give you an example, and then your homework is actually going to be to pick out um, five to seven people in your sphere. So this could be people at home, at work, in your community, wherever, in your life, and try to figure out which level of influence are you at with each one of those people. Okay, so you've probably already guessed somebody has already determined, oh, if Michelle's going to share it with us, then as she goes through, I'm just going to write their name down. So then I don't have to go and do my homework. Yes, you can do it. If that makes your heart happy, go for it. Okay. All right. So the first stage, level one is modeling. Okay, people are influenced by what they see. That one's a really easy one to understand, right? So for, for example, children, you know, they catch everything, don't they? Um, what it's caught, not taught. See the things that you want your, your, especially young children to, uh, learn, you try to teach them, but typically it's the things that they catch that stick. Right. So I remember distinctly going through one of my courses in, uh, my master's level with early childhood and they were talking about brain development and they said, you know, kids around the age of two, um, they process the last thing they hear first. And I thought, huh, well, that's good. And because I had just heard from my two-year-old kind of a naughty word. And as soon as he said it, I knew where it came from. (laughs) So I had modeled that for him, right? So I can't get upset with him because I've modeled it for him and he's caught it. So... I decided to capitalize on this uh, theory. And so we instituted something where if we said something and we immediately knew that's not something I want him to repeat, we would yell peanut butter. (laughs) 
I, guys, he's almost 15, and he will still randomly yell peanut butter, and he doesn't even know why, <laughs> okay? I share that because modeling is true. That is one level of influence, but that's only the bottom level, okay? The second level of influence is motivating, okay? Encouraging people um, and communicating on more of an emotional level, right? Um, you're, you're building a bridge between you and them and increasing their self-esteem, uh, right? So, so really, you're encouraging them. You're being their cheerleader. Come on, I'm going to motivate you to something great, right? So when my son several weeks ago um, was just laying around the house and needed to be doing his chores, right? I had modeled for him. This is how we do chores. However, it wasn't getting there, right? So what did I do? I said, hmm, I need to motivate him. This is when you got to be creative parents. Okay. So what I did was I said, oh, honey, listen, I think I know the problem. Uh, you have low energy in your body. And so what we're going to do is we're going to um, do something right now to create high energy in your body so you can go and do your, your chores. And he kind of was giving me the look and I kind of, I can sense that he knew whatever's coming is not going to be good. Right. And so I said, this is going to be great. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to get up, you're going to put your shoes on and you're going to run three laps around the house. And when you come back in, you're going to have so much more energy. And he hemmed and hawed and I kind of made him do it. And he came back and I said, don't you have so much energy? And he gave me that look, you know, and, and he said, yes, I have energy because I'm angry at you. I said, Oh, perfect. Let's channel that energy and let's go ahead and get those dishes done. Right now, that is one example of motivating somebody. Um, other examples include something as simple as writing a, a, an encouraging note to somebody, right? It doesn't have to be loud and, and crazy or obnoxious, but you're, you're motivating and encouraging somebody, okay? The third level mm -hmm. of influence mm -hmm. is mentoring. So this is the idea of pouring your life out to help other people reach their potential, Okay. So it can be something as simple as you mentoring your children, you know, them telling you, hey, this is kind of the classes that I want to take and you talking them through that. Um, it could be you pouring your life out to um, maybe a colleague at work who's wanting to learn something from you, right? Honestly, guys, it could be something as simple as what I'm doing here with you now, right? Trying to mentor you and some of the things that I've learned. Okay, so really it's the idea of you are pouring out a part of yourself in order to help somebody else reach their potential. And then the fourth level of influence is multiplying. So honestly, the, the easiest way to explain this is that you are taking all of those people that you have just mentored and they are mentoring somebody else. Okay, so you're constantly and continuously kind of recreating yourself. I, I love this quote by Jackie Robinson. He said, a life isn't significant except for its impact on other lives. You know, um, we can talk a lot about success. You know, how do you measure success? How do you determine that you've been successful in life? And over time, I, I too have, have kind of created that definition of success. As I'm sitting here in my office, 
I'm looking up at the wall around me and here are my goals for 2019 and even, you know, some things for 2020. Here's the about a dozen things that I'm tracking as far as metrics go, right? So these, this is my definition of success. And honestly, the, the one number uh, that is in red that is highlighted and like bigger than all of the other numbers is my impact number. So that is the number of people that I have directly had um, access to. So maybe I go speak at a, um, you know, at an event or I do an all day training or, you know, as I go through and how many listeners do we have on the podcast, right? I can track whatever metrics I want to track, but honestly, the only one that's important to me is how many people am I able to get to think? How many people can I model This is how you think. How many people can I motivate to think differently about their life? And how many can I mentor so that they are going out and reaching their full potential? Okay. It's the Zig Ziglar quote that if you help enough people get what they want, you ultimately get what you want. Okay. And then there's this last final quote by Larry Dobbs. He says, the only inheritance that a man will leave that has eternal value is his influence. Just just think about that for a second. Think about in your life, who in your life has uh, is maybe no longer with you, right? Maybe somebody has passed on, um, but that has become uh, very influential. So may- maybe you've got their name or their, their face in your mind, and, and when you think about them, your heart is happy, right? That's what we're shooting for. When we talk about being an influencer, we're not talking about the position or role or title you have. We're talking about when somebody thinks about you, they have that same feeling. All right. So I I hope this is helpful. Again, go through, pick out, you know, a good handful of people in your life and try to figure out which level of influencing are you on with each one. And if you're really brave, you could even ask them what they think, okay? And see if those uh, two answers are aligned together, okay? So as we go forward, I, I promise you I will tell you much more about all 10 of the aspects of being an influencer. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to, to sharing some of these ideas with you. If you have any thoughts or questions or comments before we kind of get into this series, feel free to email me at michelle at growbyone.com. I would love to take your your feedback and your questions, all right? Okay, hey, go out, enjoy the day, have some time for thinking, and we'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.